0: Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind.
1: It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments.
0: If you're going through any of life's transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup book series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now, here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford.
1: Welcome. We are so excited to have you with us this morning, and we have a fabulous guest today. But I want to remind my viewers or listeners that Second Wind is about women in transition. Now, that transition may be one of the top three stressors in life known as the death of a spouse, or a child, the death of a marriage, the loss of a job. But there are lots of other stressors that we're all familiar with in transitions, such as aging parents, empty nest, which means, oh, no, I've got to know my partner again. I've got to get to know my partner again. So all of these are transitions that we as women handle through our life. Some of them can really stop us in our tracks. And to help us get out, we need to reach out for a coach, for somebody that can help us make this transition. It's the challenge to find our value again and to believe in ourselves again. Are you or have you been there? This keeps us, this show keeps us tuned in to the accomplishments of other women. And every guest I have has gone through transitions and overcome. She's crossed to the other side and many times with a much richer life full of opportunities. So I speak today with my wonderful guest, who I found at the E-Women's Conference that took place in June of this past year And it takes place every year in Dallas, usually in the month of June or July. She immediately came up to me and did a 10-minute laser coaching session while standing in this crowded room. And it was awesome. I had even been a little bothered by procrastination in doing one of my projects. I know, you don't think that coaches ever have. Those issues. But we do. We're human too. So, very quickly, voila, Jean and I addressed my issue. And within a day, I could report to Jean that I was well on my way to accomplishing my procrastination issue. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Jean and why I'm so excited she's with us today. Jean is the founder and chief develop, people developer at Hunson, Hudson Leadership Academy, Incorporated. She has a master's in education and is a master in LP facilitator. She is a communication skills specialist who has decades of experience as an educator, facilitator, personal leadership coach, and author. And the book that also tied Jean and I together was named Second Wind, Coming Home to My Own Life. She's also authored another book called How to Make People Listen. And I think I need that book, Jean. <laughs> Every mother needs that book. You can see how we all connected very, the very first time that we met each other. In her business of working with business professionals, she uses her system of lead coach. She calls it leadership training. That state of the heart. Known for her ability to listen deeply and to hear the truth behind the stories we tell. You can count on Jean to see, straight through to your heart, mind, and spirit, accessing and honoring your unique strengths and talents. She also shows you how to cut through limitations and stoppers with ease and honesty. She encourages and challenges you to be a top performer. And she also teaches you how to do this with others. So on the personal side, I want to share that Jean and David live in Calgary, Canada. They are parents of seven children. I did say seven. Those are adults now and have produced for them 11 grandchildren. (laughs) That's a full household at Christmas, I bet. We plan to have a few sessions of her ability to interview and to her 10-minute laser coaching as the show progresses today. So, Jean, I want to welcome you to the show. I'm excited to have others experience your techniques.
2: Thanks, Joyce. You know, when we met, I was so excited to meet you because um, someone had suggested I introduce myself to you, and I did. And you asked me what I did, and I said, 10-minute laser coaching, and you dared me right there in the middle of that crowd to do it. So I did. I mean, what was I going to do? Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was a wonderful start to what is developing into a lovely friendship. And uh, I'm tickled pink to be here today.
1: Oh, I'm delighted I'm even, that we could do Even anything. hearing your uh- – oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, that's okay. We're crossing over. Just go right ahead
2: oh <laughs> no i uh my headset came untangled here uh, uh, uh. tangled <laughs> so what uh <laughs> what what's fun for me is is to hear you speak of me i I often don't step out and take a look at oh my God, I did all that. And I honestly, <laughs> if you asked me today, I would only be able to give you a glimpse of of how that was accomplished because in times of transition we we just do what needs doing day after day after day and and keep our spirits up and uh and move in a direction that our heart calls us, and when we're doing that, right. then somehow lots of things that might have seemed possible impossible
1: suddenly are done oh, i know so right. Now, you're trans now, one of your major trans transitions was uh, uh, your marriage, or what? What was some of the transitions that you experienced in your life,
2: um, Joyce? Maybe I should call myself a transition expert. I I do lots of transitions. <laughs> I I can't <laughs> I can't be or do where my. Heart doesn't feel fulfilled, and where I am less than, oh, what's the word? Less than ah, feeling joy where I am, and so mm-hmm. my first transition was was leaving my marriage. Uh, the the first yes. major one, obviously, you get married too, but after seventeen years, and um, with you know a teenager and an eight year old and one in between, um, it it wasn't easy. And right. yet I did it because it was what I needed to do. And, and I know many, many, you know, many women are left. I happen to be the lever in my world. Um, <laughs> I, I don't wait too long. You know, maybe I waited too long on that first one, but I got a taste of it real quick. So there was right. a transition to being a single woman, taking care of kids. And, um, and still, I was teaching full time. And then I met my now husband. So mm-hmm. about a year later, so then there was the transition of blending seven kids into a family, and five of them were with us at any one time. Um, and, uh, and that was a challenge, given that they had been raised in so many different ways. And, but that's yeah. about the time I went back to get my master's degree, uh, full-time, <laughs> working full-time, raising kids, fairly new marriage. Oh, golly, it was fun. Um,
1: oh, my. And, and fun? Was, You're <laughs> <it was> brave <laughs> woman to say that.
2: So I'm a challenge addict, right? I I really am. I love challenge, And when I'm not challenged enough, I kind of make something up to give myself something to do, I swear. Uh, So, no, I say fun now in retrospect. It was, you know, (laughs) some of the moments were so painful, you know, coming home to my son has a black eye that his son gave him kind of thing, right? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> after a night out, the usual stuff, right? That happens in step families and 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 we made it through, we got married and then we moved to Calgary from Edmonton and I gave up my teaching job just after I finished my masters actually, almost directly when I realized that I couldn't influence the lives of children enough by teaching uh-huh. them. I needed to work with the adults that influenced their lives. And right. um and then I did some other stuff, <laughs> and then I hit bottom and hired a coach and went. Oh my God, this works! I got to get mm-hmm. going on this. Right.
1: So that's my story. We the, have
2: eleven grandkids now.
1: <laughs> that is a houseful at Christmas and the holidays. <laughs> Well, actually, um, we
2: go up to Edmonton on Christmas Eve, and then we come back here for Christmas Day, and then when we're lucky, we go to Houston somewhere in the holidays or, or later in the year, usually to see my daughter and her two kids. So,
1: right, um, it's fun transition. So, once you had your coach, what what we we have just a few minutes before a break, but I'm curious as to why uh-huh. you reached out, uh, and you reached for a coach. What was it that drew you to, I know why, but why were you drawn to working with the coach? And that, you know, that was a going lot of years have, ago when, when Coach, how much time? We have only <laughs> about 30 seconds, so we're going to okay. come back. Okay,
2: I've been to, to every, bring, com- okay, we'll come back.
1: Yeah, we'll come back to uh, talk more about the... Uh, transition and reaching out to a coach to help you through that transition um but gene as you can tell has been through many transitions as we all have and the value that she has found in herself so that she can offer that to other individuals and we're going to do some 10-minute laser coaching when we return
0: We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford
3: after this short break. Chances are you didn't give birth to Einstein, so why are you trying to raise your child to be like him? Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein with your host, Tara Kennedy Klein, Woohoo Radio Network's parenting show dedicated to helping you release the myth of the perfect parent and discover the unique brilliance in your child and you. Tara and her panel of amazing, intelligent, and sometimes off-the-wall guests will share the tips, tools, trends, and techniques available that will help you stop raising Einstein and start relishing your role as a proud and present parent. Join her every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for Stop Raising Einstein, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford.
1: We are talking today with Jean Hudson. And Jean Hudson is is a fellow second winder, you might call her, <laughs> which is what I call myself. And so we, she is an expert in uh, 10-minute laser coaching. So tell me, please, just a brief explanation. What is laser coaching before we do one, actually do one?
2: Sure, Joyce. Laser coaching is, is quick, quick, fast coaching designed for performance and accountability. So I know lots of people, and I've worked with lots of people on deeper issues, but there's a basic need to get things done and get that pressure off of our minds and souls mm-hmm. so that we can be who mm-hmm. we are. And I saw the need for that. I was working, it came to be by working with another coach, my coach actually, in uh, yes. who lives in Kamloops. And we were chatting one day, and it was my turn to coach her. And I said to her, "Um, so what do you want? And and we did our stuff, and after about 10 minutes, she said, okay, I have enough. I need to go do it now. And I went, wait a minute, we had an hour booked. You're not getting full value. She said, Jean, if you can deliver the value in 10 minutes that would have taken an hour, don't you think that's pretty darn valuable? Maybe you should admit you can do that. (laughs) And it kind of got everything started for me. And uh, I've been doing the online coaching show, which is just just coaching, um, for some time. And, and, you know, I had this idea, and I knew I could do it in 10 minutes. I just didn't trust Ah. it until someone else, a coach, told me. So now I do that. Um, I have clients that have 10-minute laser coaching every week. It's a set time. And um, they're they're just so much fun because it's so quick. And oh, they go out. Yeah. They do what they it. They're, they're supposed to do. It's the yeah. it's the urgency of the ten minute timeline that works. Yeah. And for some well, issues, you don't want that kind me. of urgency.
1: Hmm. Right. Well, we're gonna sp- um, we're gonna be so- talking to uh, a guest who has called in, and I believe her name is Erin. Erin, are you on the line? Karen. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry, I got Erin. They sent me Erin, but anyway, Karen, um, we welcome you to the show today. And I'm going to let—I'm just going to back out of this and let you and Jean do your (laughs) your ten-minute laser coaching. But thank you so much for calling in. So, Jean, proceed.
2: Okay. Hi, Karen. Hi, Jean. Good day from you and thank you for calling in um you haven't experienced 10-minute coaching before have you no i haven't all right so this will be your first time the uh, first thing i do automatically is set my timer for 10 minutes so that i stay on track and then i just get you to quickly clarify for us and, and the listeners an issue that maybe you've been procrastinating on or something you've been putting off or something you want to get done and it just kind of lingers and you want to be held accountable for that and you want to hold yourself accountable for that. What might that issue or that challenge or that task be? Well, I'm sitting
4: here at my desk and I've just got packed projects and that's my biggest problem. I have a desk full of projects that I don't get done. And let me explain a little bit why they're not getting done. I get my day-to-day tasks that I need to get done, done. And I make to-do lists for all the rest, and they're just not getting done. And lately, it's be- I believe it's because of outside stresses, and it's really affecting my productivity for these projects. I've got a mother in another province who's ill. I have a husband who's stretched out at work. And all these things, being that I work out of my home, it's easy to get distracted. And I just any project that doesn't go simple and easy, I just avoid. And I'm becoming, these projects are building up and building up, and I'm becoming very overwhelmed.
2: Gotcha. So what would you like to see as a, A result of this.
4: I would like to see myself actually sit down and get some of these projects done from start to finish. I'm a great one for starting a project part way
2: and then abandoning it. Okay, so for today, can we focus on one? Because when you get one done, you'll get a little uh, push, shove, impetus, a momentum going for some of the others. And no matter because uh, how do I put this? No matter what stressors are going on out there, it is you and I who take care of our own mental space and our own mindset. And if we can keep our mind on one thing and keep it there clearly and simply not brook interruptions. I mean, I had to train my husband to stop at the imaginary door to my office when he wanted something in the middle of the day because he's not working either. And, um, you know, we can do those kinds of trainings. But first we have to make up our mind to do one thing first get it get that one thing done and move on so what would that one thing be for you okay let's take
4: um, uh, one of my marketing um, ideas is to do develop presentations that I will do so I've got that
2: started okay so develop presentations is a task with multiple facets let's get it even smaller one presentation. Which one presentation? Well, I just have to pick decide one, It doesn't that, even I matter. Yeah.
4: I, I've got so many ideas. I guess I need to zero in on one
2: You think? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Karen. <laughs> we all get this way. Not to worry about it. <laughs> okay. You, so, zero in on one for the purpose of the call, just In fact, for the purpose of this day, just pick one. Okay.
4: Um, Yeah. I'm working on a presentation on what to frame, because I do custom picture framing.
2: Yeah, right, what to frame. So it's like creative ideas for things to frame? Yes. And have you got your your three major points that you want everybody to remember when they leave the room? No. (laughs) Okay, get those. You can get those. Yep, three major points. And then you add some, oh, I do this professional speaking a lot, right? So then you add some details to each one, details, examples. You've already got your audience in mind. Yes. And you already can feel them, see them. I could, yes. Okay, do that. Do that. I really recommend this technique when you're working or anyone when you're trying to um, get through to a child or you're trying to get through a project is to see past the immediacy of it and see the people who will benefit. See that child at at their best. See yourself at your best. All right, can you do that? Can you see yourself at your best sitting computer to do this or at a table, a desk, uh, yeah, I'm probably at a desk, yeah. Okay, so sitting at the desk, feeling confident. How else would you like to feel as you do this? Well,
4: creative.
2: Um, yeah.
4: Self-assured. Yeah. Confident. Um, I like to be enjoying it. I like to feel yeah. happy about it.
2: Good, good, good. And did you notice your voice change? Yes, I see. You already got a little piece of that good work. So, get that feeling. Mhm. All right. Can you feel it? Are you sitting a little differently now? Sit up a little. Good. Yeah, do that till you your body knows that you can that you're now right this minute feeling creative confident, self insured and enjoying what you're doing, just like you're enjoying the call. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, okay, good. Excellent. So now you've got that. Now look at the papers on the desk and remember that you're going to change someone's life by teaching them a few things about what to frame. You're going to change their life, not yours, right? It's not about you. It's about now that you're in that space of enjoyment, you can create for them something that's well, I've seen your framing and something that is brilliant and beautiful. Can you okay. see them? Yes, I do. Can Can you pick one person out of that audience? Okay. And write it for them, for that person.
4: Yeah, that would probably be who I visualize as my best customer.
2: Yes, exactly. Write on. Best customer, best... T- Spouse, best sister, best whatever you want to keep that vision of that best person, that person at their best in front of you all the time. They're eager for your help.
4: Now, here's a problem I often have: is if I come up um, to a a brick wall um, where my my business is very visual, and say one of the things that. I, would add to a presentation would be a visual presentation, which is uh-huh. not in I have this skill to do right now easily. Right. So you know someone who does? No, I suppose I should look for someone.
2: Well, well would that be a good idea?
4: Yeah, it's kind of silly. So I didn't think combined about that. combine
2: skills. Maybe the two of you can do a project, and that person can get credit for Can do the presentation, and that person can get all kinds of credit. That's pretty simple. We we can't can't do. Yeah, it usually is, Karen. (laughs) We we struggle over the tough what we think is tough, and it's tough because it's not ours to do.
4: And when you have a lot of other stresses, it's
2: easy to talk yourself out of doing a project. When it's, well, part. for most of us, it's easy to talk us into our downside. And that's not what will get us where we really want to go. We're really better focusing on resources that we do have rather than resources that we don't have.
1: Jean, we have 30 seconds. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I know. I've got my timer going here.
1: <laughs> so Karen seconds did you get write. enough
2: to get this started
4: you know one of the main points that got me started is to feel and see these people and feel that happiness and actually it's motivating I mm-hmm. you bet it is help yeah. me tackle You're yeah
1: excellent
0: We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break.
5: Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose at all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugging at Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, BasilMama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. and happily shares these through Today's Note to Self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature's Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com.
0: Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, Here's coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford.
1: Welcome back. Now, you have just listened to a 10-minute laser coaching session with Jean and our guest, Karen. Unfortunately, the timing was a little off for me, so we did have to break away. Uh, before they totally finished up, and thank you, Karen, for being on the call. Now, Jean, would you like to sum up the uh, the results of the call with Karen?
2: You know, um, Joyce, you and I had a chance to talk with Karen uh, Well, uh, during the break there,
1: and uh-huh.
2: <coughs> I loved what she said, her comment. You hit the nail on the head. And basically there were three things, right? What I did was get it down into a, a workable chunk that she, so she could see herself as successful. And that was, that was the first thing, to get it so she could feel the feeling of doing it in a way that made her feel like she enjoyed it and she felt confident and self-assured once she had that feeling that other steps were easy imagining an ideal audience member out there um and accessing resources and people she already knows to do the part she's not sure about the how and um i am so grateful karen karen did a great job of of keeping it brief and and um and stating what was going on so it was marvelous and um so thanks very much for that 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 worked well
1: oh i loved going through the process and, re- and wrote notes myself so for those listeners <laughs> out there that are trying to would like to know more about how to get in touch with you for their own 10-minute laser coaching what is your website information
2: www.hudsonleadership.com, mm-hmm. and, and under you, the services like, tab, Hudson, they will find, and what? Go ahead. Under the leadership tab, they will find a 10-minute coaching, and that'll, that'll bring them straight to me. My phone number's on there. My email's on there. My Skype is on there. What else do, what else do your listeners like to have as information, Joyce?
1: Well, sometimes we like to do your Facebook. How would they get in touch with you on, or follow you on Facebook? Uh,
2: Facebook. Good question. Hudson Jean. Okay. Whatever the first part is that everybody has the same. Nice. And my yeah. Twitter, if anyone wants it, is Listening Prof.
1: Ah, yeah. It's also my Skype yeah, name. So listening prof mhm now i want to uh, share with my listeners that the reason for the delay must be the canadian connection so there is a little delay in there so you're not uh, thinking that we're um, not processing the call very quickly but um, we don't quite have ten minutes to do our next guest which is bridget so in the interim, I'd like to, uh, there's always a question that I ask most of my guests. Matter of fact, all of my guests. and I, uh, And it's because I believe so much that we come here as beautiful creations, knowing completely who we are, what we like, what really makes us What connects us with our genius? And so I always ask my guests, Gene, what are you doing in your adult life that are really, what did you do as a child that sort of connects you to what you're living today? And an example of that is when I was growing up, I used to pretend to sing, to speak after school to do all this great grandiose I had production stages out in my backyard you know with clothesline which maybe people know what that is or not this was pre-dryer day (laughs) but and that's what I'm doing now and find so much joy in doing is the performing part of my career so can you relate to something that you did in your childhood
2: (laughs) of course i can (laughs) i used to play school all the time um (laughs) all the time right if there was uh, Uh a group of girls we were playing school and i was the teacher and we were learning our math and our (laughs) whatever it was um my mom had a a daycare kind of play school when i was a three and i would uh i'd go in there with the four and five year olds and help my mom teach and (laughs) And, um, you know, it really taught me that that my whole world is about learning and sharing Mm -hmm. that learning, whether it looks like a classroom or it looks like watching the miracles happen um, around me in in adults or kids. It really doesn't make a lot of difference to me as long as Mm -hmm. I am, for lack of a better term, transmitting through me knowledge. And and it's not necessarily fact knowledge. Um, Mm -hmm. I've always been Mm -hmm. people-centered, very people-centered. So I I just seem to know as an adult what to say. And maybe part of that was because as a child I could never get the words right, and so I started to focus on language and I taught languages mm-hmm. in, uh, when I was teaching school and so mm-hmm. the power of our thoughts, the power of our words it's always been a knowledge it's always been a driver for me and, mm-hmm. and I hold a profound love for people
1: yeah I, I can see hold. that you are it's that teaching and knowing that your teaching helps change lives certainly your 10 mm-hmm. minute coaching does that because we all become overwhelmed with daily life. And um, to have someone that we can go to that actually sits it down and makes it simpler, it's just a valuable tool. Valuable tool. So.
2: And, and so often people just think they don't have time. You know, part of yes. me launching 10-Minute was because people didn't have the time or or even the finances at that point to invest in more, and, and eventually they may or may not. But it, it gives them a chance to get some of that backlog out of the way so they can think clearly and spend time for themselves and take care of themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, valuable tools in this very busy, busy world. and. The, you know so many people are now you work with people that are usually working in corporate America, and um uh, one of the biggest challenges i I see with working, you know I through my work in coaching, as you know, so many people get frustrated with corporate America careers these days. So how do you help them kind of smooth out some of that stress that they're experiencing other than the 10-minute coaching?
2: Um, Sure. So there, there's a couple of factors to that, Joyce. One of them is that um, first let me just... Make a little correction there. I do work with executives, usually VP level, sometimes supervisory mm-hmm. level, but mostly mm-hmm. I, I aim at small business owners. You know, they're so like the teenagers I used to teach. Um, <laughs> standing at the edge of their future, but so are people in corporations, and they know they need a change, and they think the corporation has to change or the marriage has to change or whatever's outside of them is what's causing the problem. And, and I like to go deeper to to the behavioral issues, the, the capability, things that may be affecting it, it, beliefs and values that may be affecting yes. it. There is so much we can do no matter where we're placed. You know, I have bad knee. uh, Well, I have knees that don't always function well, and I I can't tell what day is which. And when I find that having those knees as a reality on a day where my mind is clear and I feel confident and powerful, they just don't bug me. I don't even notice them all day. And yet, a day where I am tired or feeling overwhelmed, I I physically hurt. Mm -hmm. So it's about being able to change our mindset. So I work with thinking skills and how we communicate with ourselves and others. And uh, and how we think, literally, think ourselves healthy, happy, cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I so agree with what you just said. It is changing from inside many times that affects the outside. And we naturally think, well, the outside needs to change. So... I'm uh, many times my knees hurt on days that are rainy, and you know, which could be um, caused from the dampness, but it's also a mindset, as you say, how we feel and how we approach the day for sure. Now, when we come back, I'd really like to do one more session with Bridget if we. That time. So we were, when we're going to really start right in as we go, we have about two minutes before break. And so when we come back, we will definitely be starting with Bridget for her 10 minute coaching session so that individuals can sort of get this down. But do you do, do you basically just work one on one or is it possible to work in groups with your coaching?
2: It is possible to work in groups. Um, I haven't reached out for that. Um, I have worked with groups. I work with a couple. Um, Uh and, and I can work, I've worked with a group of up to seven at different times. And I, my trainings in, how to think like a leader and act like a coach. No, the other way around. How to think like a coach and at- take action as a leader. Those are, uh-huh. are up to 20 in a room. So yes, there are group opportunities as well. And I basically teach my entire system, which, which Karen got her particular customized aspect of today. But I used my lead coach steps to be able to access what would work for her. And, and I believe everyone can learn those.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So, most of you, do you coach five days a week, or do you coach certain days?
2: Oh dear, Joyce. You get to be my age, you just coach when you feel like it, and when the right clients come along. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the uh, bread earner in the family, and uh, my <laughs> husband's on disability, and uh, so we we uh, I I coach the people who are ready for what I have. So it tends to be very flexible, except for 10-minute coaching, which is always in the mornings to set up a day beautifully.
1: Ah. So I I work, I would say, as a
2: coach full-time.
1: Full-time. We are about 10 minutes Mm -hmm. out from our break, seven minutes out from our break. And so when we come back, we will be talking with Bridget.
0: We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break.
5: Second chances. We all deserve them. And we are all worthy of them. Second chances. With your host, Midge Noble. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on TogiNet is like coming home to warm, fresh-baked cookies, a hug from Grandma, or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second Chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought-provoking. Second Chances is a place to be heard, a place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com. Then be a part of a show that will change how you think, how you feel, and what you do. Give yourself the gift of Second Chances and see where it will take you. So take a deep breath, open your heart, open your mind, and join host Midge Noble for Second Chances, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright. Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford.
1: We are talking this morning with Jean Hudson, and she has been sharing with her with us her process of the 10-minute laser coaching. So we are speaking with uh, Bridget, and she and Bridget are going to have, demonstrate uh, the 10-minute laser coaching. So welcome, ladies. Jean, I'll let you proceed with this.
2: Thanks, Joyce. Hi, Bridget.
1: Hello, good morning. Thank
6: you for having me on today.
2: Oh, I'm sure it'll be a delight, and hopefully uh, there can be some real great good come out of it all. So, mm-hmm. so Bridget, when you volunteered, I um, I hope you have an issue or a challenge or an incomplete that you have in mind that we could work with today.
6: I do, yes. Um, and, you know, the, the exact information that you need always seems to show up at absolutely the perfect time. So this, this whole call has been... Um, Uh, answering a lot of questions that I've had this morning, Um, I very much resonated with what Karen was saying about having too many projects and not feeling like, I'm getting all of them accomplished. Um, And so I very much uh, appreciated what you said to her in her coaching session. Um, I'd like to even take that a bit further and talk more about what you said about creating the change within, because I do believe in my case, I have a stack of projects of things that I would love to get done and I'm not getting through. And I know it's within me and not it's pretty easy to blame all the external factors. I don't have time. I should be doing this when I'm doing that. Um, But really, I believe in my case, it is that mindset piece and um, how to get out of that state of self-sabotage and real fear. And I think it's a fear of success almost, of actually what would happen if I did create all of these things that right now are rattling around in my head. So can you speak to that issue a little bit, you know, really working on that internal mindset piece and Um, what you said about how your knees don't hurt on the days where you feel clear, confident, and powerful. Those words were really powerful for me. How to set up a a mindset so you can access those a lot more quickly and a lot more readily. I think that's why I like this 10-minute coaching thing, is I want it to happen quickly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Bridget, good. Are you you sure that you actually want to get past the... What if I'm too successful worried? worry?
6: Yes, I do.
2: What's the worst that could happen if you did get past it?
6: If I got past it? Mm-hmm. Because
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, there's something stopping you, right?
6: You know, when, you know it, it, you it is. It and I think it's the same feeling of overwhelm I have now. Um, will that feeling of overwhelm be multiplied?
2: Okay. What's your answer?
6: I'm not sure what the answer
2: is, perhaps. Well, you need to have an answer, and it (laughs) needs to be the one that you love. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So you ask yourself the question, and so could you come up with an answer right now?
6: I think that I have a lot of reservations about what that is. That looks like, and yeah, it is that it is that overwhelm piece because right now I feel like I have more than I can handle, and so <clears throat> I think it's probably a case of breaking breaking down the tasks logically where I am now, and extrapolating that forward. Because right. obviously, I'm not, I, I can't do everything, and I think I am, am guilty of trying to do everything myself. You think? Maybe. (laughs)
2: It's not working. (laughs) You know me. uh, Actually, Bridget and I have coffee a lot, but we've never actually coached one another, so this is pretty cool. Um, So, Bridget, let's just get this straight. You've got mm-hmm. all these projects. Have you got a list of them somewhere?
6: Oh, I have a huge list, and it's just okay. The are ugliness. they in front of you? Um, it's not in front of me. And you know, in my case, most of them are about eighty percent done, and I think that's really significant. There is a place where I stop, and it's the same place every time, and I'm tired of stopping at that place.
2: So, what you'd like to do then is pick one and
6: push it through.
2: Or pull
6: it through, mm-hmm. or pull it through. Oh, I like that better. Right a, from a space a much, of,
2: I chose this. I want mm-hmm. this. I love this. I am. I can do this. Yeah. So those, mo- those thoughts that need to be foremost in your mind, and, and the way to do that is simply, <laughs> I had a client last week, and we, we said that when those other thoughts, those thoughts of I can't or I shouldn't or what if or yeah, but, mm-hmm. when those thoughts come up, they are squatters in your mental space. hmm. And your job as a landlord is to kick the squatters Out, They're not paying any rent. In fact, they're destroying the atmosphere in the whole place. Mm -hmm. That analogy really worked for this one client that that I've just been working with, and I just wrote the story in my blog. Um, Because it's hilarious to think that we have allowed these thoughts to take over our thoughts.
6: Mm -hmm. And and it's become a habit. I I have become very comfortable with having the squatters there. They've become part of the furniture. (laughs)
2: and yet on one hand you hate them
6: i hate them
2: it is your face. you
6: get that ugly couch out of my house
2: (laughs) (laughs) exactly like that and so every time you look at that ugly couch just go you know what it's on its way out Mm -hmm. i am going to focus on a beautiful lamp in the corner the lamp or the whatever it is, the kitchen table, the whatever's in your space that, that you love there, mm-hmm. and use it as a symbol of you yeah. feeling mm-hmm. clear, confident, powerful, and getting one thing done. I'm watching time here. Okay, we're good for time. So good. if you just practice, focus on what you do want. Now, you've all heard that. We've all heard that. It, it takes yeah. practice that, though. It takes mm-hmm. conscious attention all the time.
1: Yeah.
2: So you're going to pick one, correct? Correct. Okay.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm then look pull down Pull it yeah. through. Pick one and pull it through, right? And in, in the atmosphere of clear, confident, and powerful Bridget, and then I would like, if if I could give you another challenge, would you take mm-hmm. it? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can say yes or no once you hear it. All right. Take one off the list, even if it's 80% done already. Throw it in the bin and throw it in the closet, and if it comes back one day, it comes back. And if it's still there in six months, throw the thing out, or three months, okay. throw the thing out. You good for that challenge?
6: <clears throat> I am good for that.
2: And you even know which one, don't you? I can hear it.
6: Mm hmm. Yeah. In no, fact you
2: probably have three or four you'd like to throw out, but yeah, just one for now.
6: Just, yeah, they don't matter.
2: <laughs> yeah, well throw out the don't matters. Okay. All right. And do the matters. Do the call of your heart ones. Do the this will move love forward most beautifully on the planet.
6: Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you.
2: You're so welcome. <laughs> Take care,
6: Bridget. Thank you, my dear. I appreciate you very much. All
2: (laughs) right. You're welcome.
1: Well, as you can see. Okay.
2: Oops, we lost joy. We live in a very,
1: very uh, demanding time, and there are... overwhelmed. So it's always interesting and it's great to see how you can work with people and move them through those challenges so quickly and easily. Um, What is the biggest challenge for you many times in a session when you're talking to someone?
2: My timer just went off. Um, what that is, the biggest challenge for me is keeping myself that focused. And it's really uh, good for me. I have to admit it. it builds yeah. me up. Um, and uh, often people will want to tell the story behind how they got where they are. I mean, a yes. sense or two is fine. But when they want to get into their story, I can't go there. I won't go there. I will not endorse that part of them. I can't. Mm-hmm. If yeah. they want listening... Just want listening and don't want coaching. Then there are other ways to get. I mean, I'll listen. I, that's not a problem. That's a different program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and we so sometimes my get job, caught up in
1: our stories, don't we?
2: Well, we all do, and uh-huh. and they aren't true, right? Like Bridget's story, right. which she didn't get a chance to say. But underneath there is, well, I have to do it all, or I'm not okay. And I'm sure lots of listeners have that story. I have that story. And I am constantly going, wait a minute, one thing. Just do one. And then at the end of the day, so much has gotten done. And I feel so satisfied with who I am and where I'm going.
1: Right. It's very important to have those successes along the way. And, and it many mm-hmm. times means we have to say no to some other things and yes to getting that one thing done. To me, that is the hardest thing sometimes to just separate your mind and go one thing <laughs> and get mm-hmm. that done. Mm-hmm.
2: And it takes uh, practice. Anything that's worth doing takes practice. And it's because the human brain wants to stay going on the same old path.
1: Right. So share with your, your website information because <laughs> we have one minute left and I really want them to be able All to All right. Change.
2: They can find me at www.hudson, that's H-U-D-S-O-N, leadership.com.
1: Thank you. Jean, it has been a pleasure having you on today. I love seeing you work, and I took lots of notes that I could use incorporate into my life as well, since it's a pretty human for us to get overwhelmed at times, so Thank you for being with us today.
2: Thank you. I, I, I consider it a privilege to share the message and uh so thank you for being a part of that, Joyce.
1: Yeah. Well I look forward to seeing you again and I I I might give you a call myself to keep me on track <laughs> and <laughs> out of overwhelm for sure. <laughs> so so, so they'll call you. you. Alright, thank you for being with us today and listening to Jean Hudson and her one 10 minute laser coaching.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at this same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest. Second win with host, author, and coach Joyce Buford returns next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central right here on the Toginet Radio Network.